Welcome to the Chase MedSearch Podcast, your place for discussions around hiring and recruiting for commercial positions in the world of medical device technology. From sales to clinical specialists and everything in between, we talk about how to get in, stay in, and improve in this niche of the industry we all love so much. Our show covers technological advancements, leadership discussions, and features interviews with current medical device representatives who share success stories that are as unique as their backgrounds. I'm your host, Jordan Chase, taking you on a guided tour of my last 20 years working in the med tech sector. Let's start the show. All right, welcome back to the Chase MedSearch podcast. My guest today is Sheldon Hansen. Sheldon is a top-ranked sales performer with over 19 years of sales experience within the healthcare and medical device industry. He earned his undergraduate degree from Delaware Valley University, an MBA from Eastern University, and an MS in Negotiation and Conflict Resolution from Columbia University. He has enjoyed a very successful sales career and has earned multiple sales awards, including being a five-time President's Club winner, the highest sales award in the medical device industry. Sheldon has recently transitioned to tech sales as an account manager with Cisco. In his personal life, Sheldon was able to play football on a professional level as a practice squad member on two NFL teams, the Giants and Patriots, and briefly played in the CFL. He is one of the founders of Overachieve Academy and Overachieve Speed and Sports. Sheldon is the proud father of three amazing kids, Xander, three, Natalia, nine, and Elias, 12, and married to his beautiful wife, Andrea. They live outside Coatesville, Pennsylvania. I've known Sheldon for about 10 years and have placed him twice in his career, both in medical device organizations. There are very few reps I've known that attack a sales goal like it did something personal to him. Sheldon is one of those guys. I wanted to have Sheldon on because nearly a year ago, he transitioned from medical devices into the world of information technology sales with Cisco Systems, a company that manufactures and sells networking hardware, software, telecommunications equipment and other high-technology products and services. When I checked in with Sheldon, he was really enjoying himself at Cisco. And because the question about transitioning out of medical devices and into the technology arena comes up from time to time, I wanted to have him on the podcast. Sheldon, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. First of all, I sincerely appreciate uh, you having me on. And second, man, that intro was that was awesome. I, I want you to like follow me around everywhere I go <laughs> <laughs> and do that for you, man. That was great. I appreciate it. Well, you earned it. You you did all the work. I just get to tell people about it. There's a lot to talk about, but first, I, I know you do spend some time coaching youth football with the Coatesville Red Raiders. Was yes. the team able to have a season this year? And if so, how did they do? You know, unfortunately, because, uh, you know, COVID, they, they shut down uh, CKR and the Burt Bell division. But a lot of our players uh, went over to Pop Warner and joined actually one of our old rivals, the Downingtown Whippets. The kids that went over there from Coatesville on my son's team, they had a great season. They let up one touchdown all season three weeks ago for the regional championships, played the best team in New Jersey, and that score was 38 nothing. So it was a fun season. Yeah. 
Yeah, unfortunately, it was cut short because of COVID. They couldn't uh, go to Orlando. The Pop Warner does that. But it was uh, it was a great season, and, and it was still fun to see those kids just growing and developing and having fun. I didn't coach this time. I kind of stepped back, and it allowed me just to be dad, which was awesome. But it was it was, uh, it was a great season. Yeah, there's a little bit of a heritage with football and uh, <laughs> you and your family. So yeah, I imagine. You're, it's fun to watch your son doing a lot of the things you used to do out there. That's got to be really rewarding. It is. It is. It's it's um it's rewarding. Plus, he's doing it much better than I ever did at his age. So that that part's really cool. See him develop and grow and uh, becoming uh not only a great player, but he's you know definitely a leader and and um it's uh it's fun to watch. Well, Sheldon, it's the most common question that I get. How did you originally get into medical devices? You know, it was it was through a recruiter, and I remember, you know, I was working for uh, Forest Pharmaceuticals. I had no idea what medical device sales was. We were talking, and she's like, "Hey, what do you know about this company called Striker?" I'm like, no clue, and did some research, and then I connected with uh, about five people that worked for Striker. Connected with um, two different managers, so I did my homework. I probably took a good five to six months researching the company, understanding everything, met with as many people as I possibly could. So by the time she was able to secure an interview for me, I was ready to roll. I had a, a really good understanding of you know what the medical device rep does on a day to day basis. Um, I was actually during that five month period. I went on a couple of different field rides, you know, just as a friendly kind of thing. wasn't anything that was orchestrated by the company. And um, so I really was able to see what they did and understood it. And so by the time the interviews came around, I was ready to rock and roll. And um, I was able to get that that position to get started. And, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah. Why did you want to get into medical devices? You were working your way up at Forest Pharmaceuticals, which I have known from the earliest part of my career in medical devices was an exceptional pharmaceutical company, uh, rewarded people well, that some of the best people came out of Forest Pharma into device. You have, you were matriculating up through that organization. Yeah. Yeah. You're a sales trainer, your specialty rep. What was the draw to medical devices? Why was that something you wanted to do? You know, I, I, it was, uh, to me, it just felt like the next level of challenge years ago, I've become comfortable with being uncomfortable. And at Forest, you know, I was doing really well and I was challenging myself moving up. But, you know, from a sales aspect, I wasn't as challenged much anymore. And I love sales. I love working with people, working with the customer, really bringing that true value to them and to my company. And with medical devices, the difference is, you know, you're having these discussions about the bottom line. You know, you're really able to talk to a company about return on investment and securing a PO is definitely a challenge. Um, I wanted to see if I was able to do that. But, you know, just to convince a company to give you money <laughs> yeah. um, to buy your product it is definitely a challenge. And um, I wanted that challenge. I wanted to see if I could do it. And that that's why um, I took it. And then, you know, there's obviously the financial rewards of it too. You know, the closer you are to the actual transaction of something, you know, the more benefits there are. I mean, there's more risk to it also. But um, there's definitely a lot more benefits. So, Well, you worked your way through medical devices, obviously enjoying a tremendous amount of success, you know, five president's clubs, in addition to just, you know, really being an exceptional sales rep. And you're, you ended up working at some of the highest end jobs available in med device, 
with the most sophisticated cutting edge technology out there. I mean, you're doing fully implantable, programmable technology for chronic pain, spinal cord stimulation, drug pumps that administer medication intrathecally. But you got to a point where you thought about what you want to do next, and that wasn't medical devices. Talk to me about, tell our audience about that decision-making process. It was, it was hard. Um, I, I got to say there was a couple of people that I knew that made the transition. One in particular, uh, he went from Boston Scientific and he, he came over to Cisco. He and I were friends and we had a lot of conversations just about the different things he was doing on a day-to-day basis. I got to the point in my career with med devices that once again, I, you know, I got, I got comfortable, you know, it's, you know, the sales process, pretty smooth. I was able to walk in my territory, move business easily to a certain degree. And I just wanted another challenge. And I had the opportunity to move towards management. Um, but for me, that just wasn't, you know, what I wanted to do. My, my, my kids are still young. So, you know, being out in the field, it still gives you that autonomy to kind of manage your own schedule to a certain degree. You know, so after plenty of conversations, a lot of soul searching, conversations with my wife and just different people on both sides, I decided it was time to, to you know, to take on a challenge and to see what I could do with my cell skills and skill sets that I developed in medical devices and see if I, if they would translate over to information technology. So uh, when the opportunity arose, did the same thing. It took me uh, about six months <laughs> to get everything together. You know, the interview process was pretty quick and I was able to get the position and, and um, almost a year later, I'm here. What specifically was it about information technology that drew you in? Was there anything that you were looking at and saying, yeah, this is why I want to do this. This is this is what's attractive about this new industry for me. Yeah, you know, that that's the the key word is new. We all know technology changes, but you know, when you're working on the inside, it's it's incredible the the pace and just the amount of information that um that's there, the amount of different things that are being worked on that someone on the outside doesn't know about it's it's incredible and you really have to be on your game i can honestly say you know since I, my first day here was march 16th right and no day has been the same and it's definitely a mental challenge and um definitely it's it's funny it's because you know everybody's working from home right now i'm having meeting after meeting after meeting you have to d- develop a level of physical endurance sounds crazy to be able to handle it, honestly, and and the mental acuity too to keep up. It's been fun. It's been just uh, an unbelievable experience. I've met a lot of different people. Uh, I'm dealing with so many different sales scenarios that I didn't have to deal with before in my devices. It's a lot different trying to sell a technology or an application or whatever it is to a customer virtually versus being in person. It's harder. <laughs> it's interesting. And it's definitely, yeah. it's, I'm definitely learning a lot, let's put it that way. What do you think it was about your background that Cisco saw and liked and, and felt you were a good fit? What was it about your background in, in med device? I really think my background is a little bit different than everybody else's. I think like I, I've done multiple different things. I've started my own company in fitness 
which that's definitely a challenge too. And there's a lot of different components that you have to deal with um, from people who work with you, work for you, all those different kind of things to, you know, in mid devices, I went for different roles from sales training to, you know, I took on different territories, you know, I did that on my own multiple times just because I wanted a different experience to challenge myself, to grow, to develop. And when you're working in information technology, especially as an account manager and you're dealing with you know, five to six different silos of technology you have to sell to, you know, to multiple accounts. There's so many different things that are happening at once. You have to really be okay with being uncomfortable, with managing multiple projects at the same time, multiple personalities. You know, there's some teams that I'm managing and and one project could be 12 people. Another project could be 20. Another project could just be three. And you have to be able to manage all of that. So, you know, my background you know, me being accepting that I'm going to be uncomfortable most of the time because in this position here, you're it's never the same. And you have to be you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable and uh, you have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy different challenges. And even if people have been here for 20 years, you know, they say the same thing. It's it's tough. It's a tough job, um, but it is it is rewarding and it is fun. One question I wanted to ask you, do you think this is kind of a trend maybe where the IT industry is going to start looking at more medical device sales reps to bring in? I would assume that, you know, a company like Cisco can pick folks already in the IT industry and and maybe other areas that are a little bit more of a seemingly natural fit, but here they've got you. So do you think that's something that that's talked about? Uh, you know, I, I think there is... I know three or four people here at Cisco that came from med devices. I, I think as the industry continues to go along, uh, it definitely will become a trend. I think right now um, they're still, you know, actively promoting from within. And if you've been there, you know, once you're in the party, you get to stay kind of thing. But I think eventually it'll get there. You know, the what good, strong medical device reps bring to the table, other industries just don't. You know, there's a lot of people that are in the IT field that, let's just say they were engineers before, and then they move over to the sales component, and they don't have as much success as someone that comes in with a true hardcore sales background. And um, because, you know, from my role and what we have to do, fortunately, I don't have to know the technology in and out. You know, I have a good knowledge of it, and it's getting better and better and better every day, but Fortunately, I have a really strong engineering team behind me with all the different projects. And, you know, they're the ones that really lead the technical conversations in regards to the sales component. You know, a really strong medical device rep, someone with a strong sales background um, is able to do the, you know, do the job and, and do it well. So I think eventually it'll become a trend right now, though. I think the industry is still a little leery. <laughs> I don't think they understand as much. But, yeah, I think eventually we'll get to that point. What do you think translates from a strong medical device sales representative like yourself so well in this new context, new environment, new niche of the industry, where just about everything, you know, on the surface that you had would be different. You're not covering cases anymore. You don't have to know OR schedules. You don't have to call on, you know, well, maybe you do call on CEOs of hospitals, but you know, there's a lot on the surface that would appear to be very different, but you've been able to translate into this environment really well. What is it that a really strong device rep brings? Uh, it's the hustle, man. That getting up at, you know, four thirty, five o'clock yeah. in the morning consistently to make sure you're on time for your cases and 
connecting with the patients and selling to the Ciola Hospital, working with the nurses in the, you know, surgery centers, you know, working with the patients in post-op, all those all those different kind of things, you know, that level of worth ethic, bringing it to IT, it's it's invaluable. It, it really is. It's um, the hustle, the grind. It's the grind. Yeah, man. It's it, yeah. It's like never being satisfied and just constantly looking to improve and bringing value to your customers. That's huge, and that's what Med Devices really made myself successful and the people that I learned from. You know, always looking to help your customer, always looking to bring value. And just getting after it every single day, it translates in any industry, but you bring that kind of thought process and mindset and that effort to IT and you're going to do really well. You know, in terms of an absolute layperson who does, doesn't know what Cisco is or what they do, give us, you know, a, a thumbnail sketch of that. Cisco now is one of the largest you know, IT companies in the world. And they're in so many different levels of technology from data center to collaboration to security. They're still the, the world leader in uh, switches and routers. So essentially they started routers. And um, the reason why the internet is the way it is, it was built off of routers and switches, which Cisco created. So it's a massive company constantly buying new companies that bring value to customers. It's won the award for the world's best company to work for multiple times, just won it again recently. It's uh, an awesome environment. (laughs) And um, it's fun, man. It's fun, but it's hard, but it's so much fun. You mentioned you have a team of people that you work with. I imagine maybe even some of them report to you. Can you kind of sketch out what uh, that looks like in terms of your team and their responsibilities? Yeah, so I'm on the commercial select side. So I only cover 10 accounts. I have my direct partner. I have a sales engineer. I have two sales engineers. One covers four of my accounts, another one covers six. And then from there, we have overlays. So myself and my sales engineers, we're responsible to penetrate and get to different swim lanes in each account. So meaning that in each of my accounts, I'm responsible to sell security products, different software products, and certain hardware, like things for the data center and or network. So there's a lot of different swim lanes we have to swim in. So we work together on all those different swim lanes, trying to penetrate them. And then we have overlays. Overlays are, I have a product sales specialist just for data center, a product sales specialist just for certain security products, so on and so forth. So when a project comes up for, let's just say I, I do, I cover Campbell's, right? So when a project comes up for Campbell's, I'm responsible to make sure I get the right product sales specialist on that project. We work with the company engineers. We all work together. We build the project out. The other component, which is when you become a familiar devices, you know you're responsible to get the, the PO, right? Mm-hmm. In this world, we have partners, and this is a it's a, it's a different sector, not associated with Cisco, their, their own company, and they're basically kind of middleman when it comes to the POs, when it comes to providing certain services on each product. 
on each project. Okay, so they sort of bid out these projects or aspects of them? They do. They bid them out sometimes. Sometimes they'll come directly to us. Sometimes it's called, uh, they'll, they'll release an RFP, which is a response for proposal, which gets sent out to sure. a couple of different vendors. So there's a lot of different moving parts. But my job, essentially, account manager's job is to be the quarterback of the team for any project. So you got to manage it all. Yeah. How steep would you say the learning curve is to get into technology sales? Many of the medical device reps that you worked with and I work with are, are technology savvy. They, they have the latest cell phones. There's so much iOS software integration into devices now, like in neuromodulation or biotelemetry stuff. How difficult is it for a medical device rep to pick up what's going on in the tech world? From my standpoint, it's it's a matter of how hard you're going to work, right? So I, I personally don't think it's that hard. I mean, if I could do it, I think anybody can, but it depends on how much time you, time and effort you put into learning and how disciplined you are to uh, get yourself up to speed. You know, if you take the two or three hours a day to really start to understand things, if you're taking you know, real notes during the meetings and just diving deep. You know, they always say six months to a year. That time frame frustrates me <laughs> a lot. So, you know, I push sure. I push myself to have a better understanding of everything I'm selling, you know, within three months. So, but yeah. the learning curve, it's steep compared to the engineers who have been doing it for 20 years. But I'm, I'm working, working my way so I could really bring true value. You know, the last thing you want to do is be in this meeting and six or seven months later, you're still waiting for your sales engineer to answer a question that you, by that point, should be able to answer, you know? So you got you to find ways to bring value as quickly as you can. So the curb honestly depends on how hard you're going to work. That's true in many things in life, isn't it? That's it, man. <laughs> How, without getting too personal, how is compensation in the IT industry? You and I, back in your mm. medical device days, worked a few good deals yes. <laughs> uh, for both of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, does it compare favorably to medical devices overall? I mean, from where, where I'm standing now and being in you know, med devices for 16 years and bringing that experience over, you know, and I love to negotiate. So let's just say I, I, I came over and doing very well better than I did overall in the devices. That says a lot from a five-time people. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about competition in this. You know how competitive the device industry is. You oh, yeah. People sit hoping you wouldn't show up for a case so they could take your surgical procedure <laughs> from, from uh, one of your customers. Yeah. How does the IT industry compare to medical devices with that? Is the nature of the competition radically different? The nature is different because you're going against... Some med devices, you do go against companies, but you end up almost competing more against the other rep, right? Where yeah. if the other rep is solid and he's, you know, he or she's running around everywhere and doing what you need to do, you end up talking about the rep versus the company so much. Over here, it's more of company versus company. So, you know, recently I'm working on a $10 million opportunity, you know, so, mm -hmm. but I know that Amazon's working on it too and HPE is yeah. working on it too. So that's what you're going up against. And, you know, you really have to have your stuff together. So the competitiveness is definitely there being everything virtual. I don't, you know, you don't see, you don't see anybody, mm -hmm. but you know, they're there and the people internally with the companies will 
Most of them will tell you, hey, this has been bid out to A, B, and C. And then you got to go to your war room and really put some stuff together because you got to be prepared for anything and everything. And it's not just a pricing right. thing. It's It really goes beyond just the bottom line number. It's so many different components. So yeah, the, the competition is... Uh, is definitely there. <laughs> There's a, you, you watch TV, you hear a particular word. I won't say the name here. That's become like a verb, even though you know you have a better product. <laughs> You're like, ah, you know, um, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's there, man. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Not, not in a minute. I see these different commercials for even the different partners we work with, which I would have never noticed before. It's, it's, it's really intense. So. Well, I've known a few reps now over the years that got out of device, went into information technology. Typically, they go to Salesforce and mm-hmm. then turn around and sell, you know, or attempt to sell Salesforce's products to medical device manufacturers. Yeah. And then they come back to medical device. So it's kind of like a circle of life thing. Do you yeah. like this yeah. new industry? I'm going to put you out on a limb here. Do you like the new industry enough, do you think, to stick with it for your career, the rest of your career? I love it. It's, um, I'm doing, it's, I'm working completely different sector now. Right. And I'm not my only contact when it comes to healthcare, I'm covering one of the largest healthcare companies in the world. Right. So it's, um, that part's cool, but I'm not back to working in the, you know, the hospital environment or selling to them at this point. It's challenging. It's, I'm learning something new every single day. You know, I've seen such a a growth in my not a, like not just my s- selling skills, just with how I interact with different personalities and understanding these different personalities. So yeah, I, I don't I don't see myself at this stage going back. Uh, I see myself in 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 you know uh, information 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 technology for a long time and just growing and developing and, and being a part of it. Like technology is everywhere. Technology right now, you know, for society is everything, right? Just with how we're responding to COVID, like one of the companies I'm working with is involved in that. It's, 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 um, you know, but they have another company that's working on car parts. So it's, um, it's cool, man. It's really cool. Yeah. It's got to feel like you are involved in what's now. Yeah. Right now. And then also what's involved in what's coming, what's next. Yes. Yeah. Both simultaneously. Yes. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest is Sheldon Hansen. He has been very generous with his time today. This is a busy guy. And uh, Sheldon, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. Well, thank you so much. And Jordan, man, listen, you know, you're my guy. Anything you ever need, I appreciate it. You've been instrumental in my success. And, um, I, you know, I've always told you, man, myself and my family, we're going to be eternally grateful to uh, what you've done and, and how you've helped us. So anytime, man, you just let me know and I'm there for you. I'm honored. Sheldon, great having you on. Thanks again. Thank you. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Chase Med Search Podcast. 
I want to thank you for listening, and I want to thank my guests for joining us. I hope you find a lot of value in the experiences that were shared today. If you like today's show, be sure to subscribe at chasemedsearch.com or your favorite streaming platform so you can catch all of our future episodes. I'm also curious to hear about your thoughts on today's show, so feel free to email us at podcast at chasemedsearch.com. You can share your experiences in the med device industry or even suggest a future episode topic. Our door is open to you. Chase Med Search is providing this podcast as a public service. Reference to any product, individual, or entity does not imply an endorsement by Chase Med Search. The thoughts and opinions shared by our guests are their own and do not reflect those of Chase Med Search or any of its employees or contractors. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have a great week. Provide value for both clients and patients. Stay safe out there and join us next time on the Chase Med Search Podcast.